Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor, FightfulWrestling.com. Head over there, get all your wrestling news, exclusive podcast videos. You know the drill. We're over there all the time. Live coverage. I want you all to join me in those live discussion pages. Of course, this show brought to you by FightfulSelect.com. Get over there right now. Subscribe to Tier 2. Lots of early access stuff. We've got tons of podcasts, extra stuff over there. The most direct way to support Fightful.com. If you haven't been to Fightful.com in a while, head over there. We've added a a lot of uh, new ways to make the site faster, so go check it out. It is December 4th, SmackDown Live. I am joined by Alex Pawlowski. Alex, this is a stark contrast from our Raw podcast review. Yeah, I mean, uh, stuff happened. So and it was good, and 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 for the most part, that stuff was 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 good. So uh, yeah, better better than Raw. <laughs> yeah, I, I rather enjoyed this episode of SmackDown. There wasn't one thing that I pointed to on this show and said, "Man, I didn't like that." Outside of maybe the in ring and one or two spots, but when when I get a notification today from one of my news writers that says, "Getting the Hardy Orton article." I'm thinking, ah, oh, damn. Or maybe it was yesterday. I don't know when it was. Whenever they announced it, I thought, oh, man, that again. Yep. But as it turns out, ends up pretty good. And I, that's not me saying, oh, I shouldn't judge before because WWE has given us reason to judge before. <laughs> it, it happens with, with amazing regularity. But let's talk about how this show got started. We had Paige bringing out the participants in the women's TLC match. All three of these girls were so over Alex. Yeah. They could not be in a better spot than what they are right now with Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka. All of them over, and they're all over as baby faces. Yeah, Charlotte's got this weird, like, we love you because you're a Flair thing. Like, even when, when Flair was his most heel, like there was still a major part of the of the of the uh, audience that loved him in spite of all of his ridiculously terrible stuff that he did 
So um, I think that that Charlotte's Charlotte's really starting to get into her own in that way. So that's really helping her out. I mean, I thought that they had nerfed Oscar to the point that no one would take her seriously anymore. But there are people in that audience who watched her run in NXT and still have faith that she could be an all-time great, you know, main roster women's champion. And they see that, you know, December 16th is an opportunity for that to begin. Uh, and so she's super popular with those people, at least. And Becky is the most over person on the entire roster. Well, Monday, look at two of the three components here. Becky had been nerfed, as you said, quite a bit. Yeah, it's true. And she is mega over. I yeah. mean, that that happens. Daniel Bryan was persona non grata, and he was feuding with Big Gas this summer. That was so odd. It was if you had, if you had told me when they were like, "Hey, Daniel Bryan, you're back, and your first feud is Big Gas," I'd have been, "Oh man, they're they're never going to give this guy another title run." Exactly. I'm, and so, it, I'm so happy to have been wrong. Dean Ambrose for a long time was just yeah. a guy. <laughs> I mean, I look back at the stuff. A guy with a hot dog cart. A guy with a hot dog cart, bad hair, and looked honestly like for, for him, based on now, like just so thin. And like yeah. you see these guys that are guys and girls who were not what they once were, and vice versa. And I mean, we're seeing it right now with Bailey and Sasha Banks. And I don't doubt that one day you're just going to get like this insane reaction to Bailey and all of a sudden Bailey's going to be over. That just seems to be how it happens these days. They yeah. go to the right town and the right reaction. And I can tell you that people in WWE told me straight up, uh, and this is going in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly this Friday, uh, 6 a.m. Eastern it drops. Oscar was persona non grata until the night after Becky Lynch got hurt. And we talked about the Cyber Sunday method. And how Becky Lynch went around to each of those. I'm not going to say nobody in WWE expected it, but I know that it surprised Vince McMahon in particular that Asuka got that kind of reaction. And to the point to where it almost compromised that segment where Becky Lynch picked Charlotte over Asuka. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it I think, yeah, it worked. And I would say, um, of course, Vince was surprised. <laughs> of course, Vince was like, Ah, uh, they know who this person is. Like you know, like it, it's it's a weird thing with him that 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 he has his own ideas of who should be popular and who isn't. And uh, when when the crowd tells him that he's wrong, sometimes he's sometimes he's like, ah, screw them, I know what's right. And sometimes he's like, oh wow, I read this whole thing wrong. Let's do something with that person. Yeah, man, and. I mean, this is a woman who won the Royal Rumble this year. She competed for a title at WrestleMania. So it's it's pretty wild. But this was a great kickoff to a show, and it left me a little bit optimistic. But I was still I was still a little bit reticent at the beginning of this. But I thought all three of them had pretty good lines. Like, Charlotte wasn't made to look like, as I say, a pudwack here. No, no. She shut Becky Lynch up a couple times. She held her own. And Asuka did, too. But you could tell that what line was coming for Asuka when she said, Charlotte, Becky already beat you. I would beat Rousey. And I was like, ooh, why'd you say that? Because this girl, this Charlotte girl, she beat you. Why'd you do that? Right. Left herself open. Um, I will say I love Asuka like, getting frustrated in the, in the promo and just yelling, spouting off stuff in Japanese. 
And I think that's a really cool thing that she can do as her character. We don't need to know what it, it, what it sounds yeah. like. It sounds like she's telling Charlotte she's going to kill her. Like, yeah. and that's, that's all we need. I, I, I think that she delivered, she delivered like half of her stuff in that, in that really pissed off Japanese. I think that's so good. Thank you to our good buddies at omg.com for the super chat donation. Still, uh, my favorite substance to cook with is OMG. It is fantastic stuff. Makes my pork chops. Mwah. Check them out, my friends. So I, I do like that too. I, I could see Oscar just screaming and Becky being like, God damn, don't got to get so hot about it. <laughs> like Becky Lynch should somehow be able to understand everything that Oscar says. Yeah. Yeah, I I think uh, if any two of them could actually make it work, it would be them of Asuka like giving delivering a promo in Japanese to Becky and Becky saying, "Don't bring that up. That was yeah. years ago." <laughs> like I think that would be really really fun. But she should be serious about it. Oh, like absolutely. No, yeah. totally. I loved how everyone was over in this promo. Everybody. And that's such a refreshing thing and not as baby faces or heels, the only clear cut pure baby face by pr- traditional wrestling standards was Asuka. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Becky shuts them up by saying neither of them could have beat Ronda Rousey and neither could beat her. She signs a contract, leaves to a great ovation. That's great. And Asuka asks about Charlotte, seeing if she wanted to test her now, see how things went on now. But they're interrupted by Mandy Rose and Sonya. And I, I want to say, there's not a lot said here. Mandy Rose says that they want to grab opportunity, that they've got fire and desire. And Sonya Deville says that she dominated in the Battle Royal but made a mistake that will not happen again. But for what they said, it was so simple. But damn, they were both good at it. Yes, that's true. I guess I guess I only heard the what's. And I was like, I just it's, it makes me so angry that there are people out there who are still doing the what thing 20 years later. Oh, well, well at Starcade, as I saw it, it's a lot of its kids that had been conditioned. Oh, but and kid- don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh, good. So uh, that, I mean, that makes me weep for the future. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk more about that later. But I thought that that Sonya and Mandy were both excellent. This is a this is a pretty damn good audition to be at the beginning of Raw with yeah. Paige, Charlotte, Oscar, Becky Lynch, and then these two. Absolutely, and uh, they also bring up a good point of that that I I love that Absolution is still canon. Mm-hmm. Like this was a thing, Paige. You chose us to be, you know, to groom us to be part of this thing, and and now you seem to like have tossed us aside, and we're not going to let that happen. That that great motivation for those people. So Paige books a match up next. Now I, I want to say the match wasn't good. There were a lot of missed spots, and I've I've still yet to see a Charlotte kick that wasn't a big boot that looked good. But yeah. it's about what happened in the match that that tells the story. And that being said, it wasn't that offensive. Oscar works from underneath, gets worked over by the heels. Mandy Rose holds her own pretty well in a strike battle with Oscar, but still has a little way to go when timing her bumps. Uh, like I said, I've never seen one of those kicks that Charlotte does. She does these weird sideways kicks to the ribs that nobody can take good. And used to see it all the time when people had minimal training. So with her, I'm like, man, maybe, maybe throw out something that, that the girls can sell a little bit better. By the way, girls, a banned term in WWE vernacular. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch comes to the ring ahead of a commercial break. Uh, Charlotte does get a nice exploder and a slingshot body press. 
There's this really wonky wheelbarrow counter into a bulldog spot with Mandy and Asuka. But Charlotte gets a huge reaction off of her chops and a back suplex and a big spear hits Sonya. So Mandy's on the apron. And Charlotte accidentally knocks Asuka off the apron, thinking that it's Mandy. Asuka then runs in immediately and returns the favor and kicks Charlotte in the face. Yeah. I just love that. She, she, There was no argument. There was no discussion. No. Charlotte ran in, or Asuka said, ran in and said, you know what, I'm going to kick you in the face, Alex. And it yeah. costs Charlotte the match. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it was if it was mistimed, like... It, it was supposed to be more accidental that she kicked Oscar instead of Mandy. But if we're trying to say like, Oh, Charlotte thought that Oscar was Mandy. Really? I mean, the only person on the roster who looks less like Mandy is Naomi. Like uh, Mandy is blonde and Oscar is hair is every other color, but blonde. Um, I, I also loved Charlotte's face. Like, well, I didn't really mean to do that, but I'm not sorry. I did it. Like right after the kick, that was fine. Uh, I love Oscar running in and and kicking her, but then Oscar seemed genuinely shocked and chagrined that that kicking Charlotte in the face led to her team losing. Like, oh, what? What happened? Yeah, I I thought I was gonna kick you and you were gonna win in anyway. <laughs> okay, um, this was fine and good. Uh, there 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 appear to be. Uh, speaking of grooming um, Man- Mandy and Sonia for so- for things in the future, I mean, I, f- I feel like so- Sonia and Mandy are both future women's champions. Oh, yeah. And so I don't know how – this is a thing. I don't need to rush them either. Like, they're still mm-hmm. very new. They could easily um, be like, you know, 2020, 2021 could be their championship reigns. You know what's funny looking back at that season of Tough Enough? Yeah. People looked at Chelsea Green and Mandy Rose as the two who didn't want it. Yeah. Boy, were they wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have learned via Tough Enough that coaches can't pick winners. Nope. Fans can't pick winners. Nope. Panels can't pick winners. There is no sure method. You just see who emerges and ends up being okay. Right. And yeah. uh, I think that's great. I love Absolution. I think they're great. Uh, we really, really need women's tag titles. We really do. We really, really do. I mean, I, I, I absolutely, I, I think that there's a, I believe there should be, they should float. I, there's n- not really a precedent recently for them doing that. So I'm wondering if we're going to get two separate tag divisions on two separate shows, but I think it's too thin for that. I love the yeah. idea of, of if Raw's got it, then SmackDown is doing a tournament to the next pay-per-view to see who's their challenger and vice versa. And just keep on doing it so that – because, you listen, I know it's sacrosanct to have Survivor Series be the one night a year <laughs> where et cetera, et cetera. But how great would it be if that, that rule was out the window, window just for the winder. titles? The winder. From it's, the winder throw, throw to it the wall. Throw the winder to the wall. Sweat drop. Hey, 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 I don't hey, even hey. say it. So, but I like the idea of it being an attraction. Uh, Sonya gets the pin on Charlotte. That's that's good. That's big stuff, man. That's good. I like it. Up next, we had Jay Uso defeating Cesaro and Xavier Woods. This is being billed as a mini preview of TLC, and I like it. We don't get triple threat matches all the time. 
No, we don't. Uh, I I I like this. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm 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 in I'm in pre hose me down stages for this tag title yeah. match because th- that's that's that easily could steal all of TLC. You're, you're lathering yourself up, I'm, preparing for the hose. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I don't. Because if, if you're gonna run a hose over me, at least let me get all soaped up first. Yeah, you got to yeah. get the suds. Yeah, you know, sirloin beef suds of bitches. Yes, exactly. As, as we call it, uh, I, I, I love. I'm, I'm anticipating this triple threat match at TLC uh, greatly, and this was a nice little preview. Yeah, uh, Woods and Uso do this drop down leapfrog pin attempt spot for like a minute straight. Yeah, that takes a special kind of cardio, man. Uh, during the break, Cesaro destroys the pancake stand. Uh, Uso gets the pop up Samoan and runs his ass into his opponent's head. Which one is he? The one married to Naomi, or is it the other one? I don't know. I'm 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 ashamed. I'm ashamed at, at this point. I love the Usos, but I could not tell you which one is which. No, that's, I couldn't either. That's bad. That's bad on my part. Like I, I should know. They got in great shape. I used to be able to tell because of I that. No, one of them was a little bigger than the other one, but now they're both in great shape. Does one of them it. have a grill? The other one doesn't. One of them used to have like a little bit of gray in his beard. I think yeah. they both do the coloring thing now. So. Uh. Jay dies over the top onto Cesaro. Woods goes inside out on a Tornado DDT, then gets the inverted infrared on Cesaro. I love that he has integrated that into his offense. Uso eats knees on an Uso splash from Cesaro, but Woods capitalizes with the rope walk elbow. Cesaro does this awesome double swing. An airplane spin to Woods, a giant swing to Uso, then applies a sharpshooter, but Uso gets a super kick and gets the win. This was fun. It was different. I liked it. Yeah, good. This this is the kind of thing that they should be doing on Raw. Like it's oh, it's, something hey, different. It's, yeah, something different. Not the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, the the lucha house rules is not the different that we need. No. And there's there's just something well, almost. Why can't, in- why can't the New Day have New Day house rules? Why why yeah. like they they've been they've been a trio for as long as they've been together. You think they would like? I would love to see a backstage segment, or even if it's like one of those things on YouTube, where they're where they're like pitching this idea. Hey, the Lucha House Party gets to do it. Can, can we do it? We're, we want to contend for the titles under New Day House rules, where the three of us are legal, and that we want to go to Raw. We demand a trade over there. We're allowed to have handicap matches because it, it's just completely arbitrary. I feel like maybe there's a better time to discuss this, but. I mean, SmackDown is a shorter show, so why not? The Usos have been in WWE since May of 2010. Mm. That's a long time, eight and a half years. Yeah. A lot of title reigns, too. A lot of reinventing themselves. They're five-time tag champions. They've won two Slammies, whatever the hell that means, uh, for Tag Team of the Year. Where do you rank them all time? Oh, God. It's hard... It's so hard for me to compare, especially tag team wrestling now to stuff from even 10, 12 years ago. Um, I, if you they, think of longevity, it's like, yeah, there's the Hardys, there's the Dudleys, the Hart Foundation lasted a long, long time. Mm-hmm. New Age Outlaws did for a long, you've had the Brothers of Destruction who weren't a real full time team. I loved me some New Age Outlaws. Those guys don't hold a candle to the Usos exactly. in the ring. 
that's the thing about the Usos. They're in incredibly entertaining. Like, I did not love their whole face paint, face paint, do the Haka thing where they came out and they were super baby face and that, that thing. I didn't love them at that time. But I knew at that time they were good in the ring. When they made their transition into the Uso penitentiary thing, like, all of a sudden, all of, all of that in-ring prowess came to the forefront and they're, they were the most compelling characters they'd been. And they were straight up heels when they made that, that, that turn. And they, they made the crowd love them. So now they're the same characters, basically, but yeah. also baby faces. I, some, I, I love it. We have a clown in the live chat saying not even in the top 20. Man, I don't know what... I don't man. I, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, they don't drug test at your job, homeboy. What are, what are, what are the 19 above them? Yeah. But, I mean, what are the... What are, what are, I, I, they're at least in the top 10, and they might be top five for me. Yeah. Oh, man, we're showing Nakamura attacking Rusev last week. Maybe this was the thing I liked the least about the show. Rusev puts over his muscles and his hunger, says that Nakamura doesn't respect the United States title and that he's going to feast on Nakamura during the best holiday, and then he walks off. But Lon is shooting this weird look to, I think, Kayla Braxton. Yeah, it was, that, was, that wasn't great. And I'm like, right. and then Rusev Day! And I was like, okay. Yeah. I don't um, get it, man. They're like, oh, well, you can be a babyface now, but you have to do the babyface promos that we write for you. Ignore all the stuff of what got you over to begin with. Um, I'm just happy that Rusev gets gets to have matches. And like the storyline absolutely needs to be Rusev re regains his U.S. title and is a super patriotic Russian, uh, Bulgarian yeah. immigrant. I, I I love that he comes out wearing wearing uh, American flag track suits. Um, he's wearing he's got sparklers all all year round. Like I, I just think there's a really fun thing they could do there that that allows it to 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 come to be utilized better this title because really Nakamura has had it forever and he did that Knock America thing a couple of times but he really hasn't been defending it all that often yeah. or. Like, at least utilize the title, and it's no better way to do that than by giving it to Babyface Rusev. A cold reaction here, but this next segment was fire. And my friends, if you're left out in the cold and you feel like heating up a little bit, check out our buddies at Action Heat. They make the world's best battery-heated clothing. Actionheat.com slash Fightful has everything you're going to need. Control your environment at the touch of a button with Action Heat. They are engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to a heated car seat. They can reach temperatures of up to 135 degrees and are powered by rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion batteries that last up to 12 hours on each charge. You can even use them to charge your phone while you're wearing them. Action Heat clothing provides toasty warmth and comfort for your whole body, including men and women's heated jackets, shirts, base layers, long johns, even heated socks, gloves, hats. I love the gloves. I wear the shirt anytime I got to go out, like uh, I'm hitting that perfect north, wearing that stuff. I'm going to the light fest. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Festival in Cincinnati. I'm going to wear that shirt. Keeps your chest good and warm. Keeps your hands good and warm. It's perfect for any friend or family on your holiday gift list. I mean, there, there's a, probably a really good chance they don't have these yet. So this is the perfect gift idea. They start at just $39.99, but you can save 20% on your entire order by using the code Fightful or just going to actionheat.com slash Fightful. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Hit them up at The Warming Store on Twitter and say, hey, I heard about your show from Fightful. Let them know where you heard from or heard about them from, rather. Keeping the heat alive. Miz kicks off Miz TV, but he is interrupted by Carmella and R-Truth who show up for a dance break. That's a harmless way to get him on TV. Sure. Why I mean, not? It's over. It, Raw is is all about doing the Mixed Match Challenge in-show plug. This Commercial, is the way, yeah. This is the way that they do it on SmackDown. Fine. Which I, I learned, it's almost like the Ultimate Fighter because I don't pay attention to the Ultimate Fighter until I have to. I, I have not had one person ask me to do a mixed match challenge review this year. You know, hundreds of thousands of downloads a month, and yeah. not a one person said, "Hey, Sean, would you mind doing a mixed match challenge review?" I know some clown will now, but in the finals right now, we have Jinder Mahal and Alicia, or the semifinals, Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox taking on Finn Balor and Bailey next week. Our Truth and Carmella, and they have. Um, a semifinal there. Finn Balor's booked in a match. So doubt it's going to be him. Uh, yeah, this is a weird thing. Like, how do you allow Gender and Alicia to get into the semifinals from Raw? Like, how is yeah. that even a thing that you decided was was a good idea? Especially now that like you've you've basically made it so they have to be in in the TLC in the in the Raw side of the finals. And I don't think you're giving Jinder and Alicia the number 30 spots in the Royal Rumble. So you've completely booked this thing yourselves into a corner. I also love that now at least we we probably know that we don't have to watch Jinder versus Apollo Crews on, on the TLC pre-show. Yeah, that's that's a that'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. So Miz gets a nice reaction for telling Daniel Bryan that he was right about what he needed all along. This is the promo that Miz should have cut. Yeah. You, you had to address this at some point, Alex. Yes. No, this is, this, is, this is very good. I like that part a lot of this. So I feel like another dove cries whenever I start to hear these people. But yeah. Daniel Bryan cut maybe the best you people promo ever. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. It's it's among the best. He essentially runs a CJ Parker gimmick from NXT <laughs> and says that says that they are wasteful and hurt the environment, calls them sheep, sets them up for the what chant and says that they can't help themselves but to chant a a 20-year-old phrase that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with today. 
he owned these, man. There, there are a few things I like in a promo more than a good what chant being owned. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, 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 I thought it was well delivered. I don't necessarily love the substance that, you know, you've got Daniel Bryan, sinister hipster with the cardigan and the flannel and uh, the little boat shoes. Um, that's fine. But like, hey, everybody, we should care about the environment. Oh, come Ooh! on. Come I mean, on. No, no, like, like, like that's essentially it boils down to he's he's he takes the good good points and goes so far with them that they have to be bad points now. But the fact that that later on you have you have Byron Stacks and boiling it all down to how dare you tell other people how to live their lives? Well, no, seriously, we probably should eat less beef because it's really bad for the environment. But am I st- saying no to that steak? Look at me. I haven't said no to a steak ever. So I, I know I'm wrong, but I at least know that Daniel Bryan is in the right when he says what he says. And so maybe I don't want to hate him for that reason. But that's just me, probably. Well, he goes so far with it that he's right. a, a righteous right. dick. That's that's yes. what we're doing. Ab- absolutely. I mean, it's not a lot different than CM Punk with the straight edge stuff. I mean... Right. Drinking alcohol, doing drugs, those aren't objectively not good for you. Right. And the thing is, he forced that lifestyle on everybody else. It became overbearing, so he's a heel. Brian says that he kicked Styles in the balls one time, but every day these people uh, destroy the environment. I thought he was fantastic here. Miz wanted a straight answer about whether or not he was right. Brian won't commit, but says that the old Daniel Bryan and the Yes Movement are dead as well as his side plates. So he just was out there existing without side plates. I kind of like it. Yeah, l- last time he was out there with the with the with the belt and the side plates, he said, "The yes movement is dead." And you could see that the yes things on the side plates. I I wonder if they realized that didn't work at the time and they were like, "Oh, we should totally have him remove the side plates." Uh, and it, it now it works. It absolutely works. Uh, um, I, I love that very much. I think that's very good. Um, it, the 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 you people these people thing. It's it's never good, even when it's done well by 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 a good uh, sports entertainer. Um, but yeah, I, I I think there's a there's a way to go to have somebody say what this guy is saying is good in moderation, but he's taken it too far. Um, the fact that there's no one else on the roster who's saying, yes, global warming is real and we should probably do something about it. And instead, the only example we have of that in a, in a, in a business, in a production run by people who are very, very not, I won't even go there. I do want him to wrestling show. I do want him to call, uh, to go back to AJ being a flat earther. Well, they because need to. They, they need to. They need to do that. Like, if that's going to be the thing, then the the bad guy believes in climate change, and the good guy is a flat earther. I'm all for it. I think so you're a little too worried about the the. It's it's just a wrestling show at the well, core. Sure. At the core. Sure. I mean, it's a sure. performance. Yeah. Now, do do are some of the things in which we see projected indicative of yes. that as as our viewers fell off a cliff during this moral rant <laughs> just fell off a cliff 
Yeah. I'm sure it is indicative, but yeah. it's a fa- it's essentially a performance and it's a performance being done by Daniel Bryan and he's doing very well at it. Yes, um, I, I agree. I agree there. Bryan chants Fickle, pushes Miz into AJ who shows up. It doesn't work, but Miz does end up helping Bryan by hitting Styles with a skull-crushing finale. And I was immediately intrigued because Bryan and Miz working together? Yeah. Okay. I I I I do like it, especially if it's Miz going. You finally learned all those lessons I was trying to teach you. Now you are my protege, and I yeah. shall mold you in my image. I think that's great. Do that. You you have graduated uh, from NXT rookie. You are yeah. now a pro. <laughs> it that took you a while. We had to hold you back several years, but now you finally yeah. graduated. Uh, we had also seen Miz trying to butter up Shane McMahon earlier in the night. Randy Orton defeated Jeff Hardy. As this match started, I wanted I, I was like, man, at this point I would kind of wouldn't mind a Randy Orton Samoa Joe demented tag team, but but sure. who knows if we'll ever get there. Hardy goes right at Orton. We get a jawbreaker and a clothesline to send Orton out. Hardy just whipping Orton's ass all over the place, including a sing bomb that leads us to a commercial. Orton hangs out Jeff Hardy to dry during that commercial. Uh, what did you make of this whisper in the wind that we saw, Alex? That looked like one of those things that the luchas do where they flip over the guy's back and keep running, but Jeff couldn't keep running. It yeah, was he very odd. And he's very old, and Hardy did the best he could do. Or, yeah. I mean, Orton did the best he could do there. Yeah. Had he kept going, that would have looked pretty cool. It would have, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they should have went right into the twist of fate right there. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't think they expected all that. Hardy gets no. caught with a draping DDT, then gets the twist of fate. Orton avoids that swanton. And then Jeff Hardy drags uh, Orton out and does another sing bomb. And looks like he's going to hit a swanton from the top rope to the outside, which, Alex, he ain't doing. No, he, he shouldn't. Please please don't. It's too far. It's too far. Don't do that. And then we get maybe the greatest moment of pro wrestling in 2018. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> hey, Jeff. <laughs> I'm up here. <laughs> Samoa Joe, Jinder Mahal, Jeff Hardy, and we got the soundbite. Hey, Jeff, I'm up here months after Jeff Hawkins left this podcast. Yeah, I know. A true shame. Yeah, we could, we could, we could, we could have used that. Orton ends up getting the win. The story was not about the match, although it was probably one of the better Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton matches I've seen. It was action-packed. Samoa Joe cut this fantastic promo about moderation, and I like <laughs> on-location stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say that when D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry were at a strip club, it was the best stuff ever, but I like yeah. the idea that these pro wrestlers exist out of the arena as well. Yeah, I always wonder if he like decided, hey, uh, I'm going to take the the C team, the the crew, and we're going to go to a bar where I work, and <laughs> and we're going to do this promo thing. I think it's fine. You, you, you just don't think about it too much. Um, but I do, I do love him uh, doing the hey Jeff, hey Jeff, I'm up here, and then like you fellas want another round? Like it's just, it's just so over the if, top. Ridiculous. If Dean Ambrose can get like eight guys to show up in SWAT gear and gas masks, yeah, showdown, showdown, or showdown, Joe, Samoa Joe, yeah. showdown, Joe does the Fightful MMA podcast with me Tuesdays at two p.m. Eastern. Subscribe to YouTube.com/slash Fightful MMA Boxing. But 
Samoa Joe can commandeer a bar for like sure. a, a 90 seconds. Yeah, I uh, I, uh, I like this very much. I, I was hoping it was the same bar where Cesaro and Sheamus became best friends. Yeah, that one was like, set up. That one that, was a fake bar. I don't was know if this fake, one was. I'll, I'll find out. But I like this, man. Like I said, I, I like to see that these people exist out of the wrestling arena. Like, have we ever seen Bailey not wearing wrestling gear? On during Raw, I don't think so. Nor, nor Sasha, probably. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say, I also love the idea of promo as as fake PSA. Like yeah. th- that. That's that's really good. Um, yeah, I, I think it was it was interesting where they kept it kind of vague. Like I thought it was going to yeah. do like the dangers of drinking and driving. Like, yeah. like oh, also yeah. probably important as well. Yes, also probably pretty important. AJ Styles defeated the Miz. This is Miz and Styles' first television match since January 2017. So we've seen this match several times before. But when you haven't seen it in two years, yeah, doesn't exist quite the same way as seven, eight, nine Rollins-Ziggler matches. Yeah. A lifetime has passed in, in, in WWE terms. I mean, Miz had a full run on Raw yeah. since then. Daniel Bryan is backstage and says that everything he does is done with a purpose, and he's headed to the commentary booth. He then tells Byron on commentary that he hopes his daughter kicks everyone in the wiener who pollutes. <laughs> so I think it was 2004, whenever Chris Benoit won the title, they had the Chris Benoit DVD, and I got my first look repeatedly at a match between Benoit and Kurt Angle. It was a cage match. And as good as that cage match was, the highlight of that match was Stone Cold Steve Austin as a heel on commentary. Yeah. Where his call of Kurt Angle missing the uh, moonsault off the cage was, he had him right where he wanted him with the Olympic slam, and he did a belly flop off a cage. What a jackass! (laughs) This was giving me, like, it was reminding me of that. Because Daniel Bryan, while still focusing on the match and encouraging the commentary team to focus on the match, was still getting himself over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I get what you're saying about the things that he's being upset about not being heelish, and they're not. Right. But saying that you should kick everyone in the dick who doesn't agree, (laughs) that is. And I love it. Yeah. It's... And it's working because the crowd is booing him really, really. They're not like, yeah, you're so cool, man. They're, they're, <laughs> they're booing him for it. Yes. So let's talk about the match. Styles gets a slingshot elbow, which you don't see him do all the time. I like that. Mm-hmm. Gets beat up pretty thoroughly by some Miz signature spots. Uh, we come back to see Styles hit an Ushi Garoshi, but Miz gets him with a DDT. Brian distracts Styles, who gets sent into the stairs. Skull-crushing finale hit, but Styles kicks out. Brian goes back to the well, but Styles counters a figure four. The calf crusher gets the win. Good, solid match. Miz has never beat AJ Styles in like 15 matches on TV or otherwise. Um, that a bummer for Miz, but the Miz involved in a main event storyline, and quite frankly, I, I don't know if he'll have anything at TLC because he's teaming with Asuka. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to see how that ends up. I, I might look at, I might take a peek at the mixed match challenge results tonight. Yeah. What do you think of the match itself? 
I mean, it was good. I, I think these two guys work together because their, their styles are very different. Um, uh, I think Miz has improved so much in the ring uh, over the years that he can hang with, with AJ Styles. I think that's kind of amazing to think about. If you go back, you know, five, six years to even think about. Um, yeah, I, I think this is fine. I, I'm really intrigued by the idea of Daniel Bryan and The Miz as, like, cohorts. And um, I was expe- I, I, I still expect we're going to get a, a Miz versus Daniel Bryan title match at some point, especially with The Miz probably winding up with the, the Royal Rumble number 30 slot, it looks like. Um and but I'm I'm in no hurry to to turn Miz face if that's what we're gonna do yeah. for that match, uh, uh, because I think there's no one gets more mileage out of being a heel than than the Miz right now. Yeah, I think I think we're headed towards Carmella and our truth getting that those thirty spots. I mean they are they are really really over. They are in the semifinals. It is Miz and Oscar facing them. Yeah, and I I mean Oscar's got a match at TLC. So, that's I mean, true. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing they booked themselves into that point where, oh, the finals are going to be a TLC. Oh, crap. Well, they got, I have... think they got lucky that Kurt Hawkins ended up replacing Braun Strowman. <laughs> yes, because, the, again, and, and that's the whole thing, is that they would have had to deal with that, too. So sure. they, they I, I don't know if they said, hey, we're going to have a mixed match challenge. The finals are going to be a TLC. And just like we planned it from the start, our truth and Carmella versus Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. Yeah. So the attack is on after this. Brian just really destroys Styles' leg. And Styles sells this so well, I thought he was legitimately hurt. Like when he hobbles on the outside and won't put any weight on his knee. Excellent stuff, man. Styles sold this great. Then Brian switches to the head, kicks him, does the stomps. A good close to what I considered a really, really good episode of SmackDown Live. And I'll tell you what, Alex, I needed this episode of SmackDown oh. Live. I did. I needed a good episode of WWE programming on the main yeah. roster. Yeah, no, that's the thing is that that uh, I find I find enjoyment watching pretty much everything else on offer from WWE, NXT, 205 Live, um, Mixed match challenge, as ridiculous as it is, is always it was always a fun watch. Yeah, and even this NXT UK stuff. I mean, like, I, I'm I'm big on Rhea Ripley. I think she's got a great future in, in this company. So I'm I'm really glad that they decided to to um to reward her over there. Um, but yeah, no, mostly Mondays and Tuesdays are 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 no fun. Mondays definitely are no fun. Tuesdays have been like hit or miss. Tonight was tonight was a hit. Mixed match challenge seems a lot like old Saturday morning content to me. It harmless does. fun, harmless really fun. Does. Uh, by the way, guys, hey, if, if you all are into non WWE stuff, maybe you want two hundred five live NXT reviews. Mister Warren Hayes does that on our premium service, FightfulSelect.com. Just like a dollar twenty five a week gets you that. How about an NXT UK podcast? We got that too. How about the Weekender podcast every week where Steven Jensen covers Ring of Honor, NWA, Impact, Lucha Underground being the elite, uh, spoiler results. We covered that as well. And I announced last week the new podcast that I'm doing, the Fightful Report, where I give you all the Fightful Wrestling Weekly rundown early. We go through the injury report. I give you behind-the-scenes Fightful news as well. Lots of backstage stuff that I'm doing in that podcast. 
Stupid People Extended. You get your retro review every month. WCW World War Three, 1998. Uh, I think this really was the first time, Alex, I actually sat down and watched a World War Three because, man, was it a shit show. Yep. It was weird. And we're looking to maybe expand those uh, retro reviews in the future. So head over to FightfulSelect.com. As I've said before, it is the most direct way to support us. Tier 1 gets you a ton of podcasts. Tier 2 gets you a bunch of stuff early. It gets you the Russo Reveals stuff. Uh, Just go over there. Maybe there's something you like over there. Check it out. Neat stuff. If you stay on after a certain amount of time, we even send you a shirt. We send you like bumper stickers and all kinds of cool stuff. Alex, what do you got going on this week? Christmas getting closer. Getting getting closer, yeah. Um, we're we're heading to um, back home for me to uh, to Oregon for the holiday itself. Uh, but leaving, I think actually we're leaving like in two more SmackDowns. That the next morning after the podcast, I'll be hopping on a jet. And going going to Oregon, you know that you don't do it like that. You do the wagon, and then you die of dysentery. Right. Well, it's it's yeah. Listen, if you're going to go on the Oregon Trail, you want to do it in the summertime because in the wintertime, the, the Rockies, it's just it's just too too bad to go with a cover covered wagon uh, in the Rockies in the in the wintertime. I mean, that game just defined my youth. Just like. <laughs> The, just my luck. You, you yep. play a game, you play an educational game, and then an hour in you die of syphilis. So, yep, that's right. I mean, hey, people are asking me questions like about uh, why WWE didn't pick up Jordan Grace. Hey, FightfulSelect.com has a Q&A show every other week on it as well. You can ask me unlimited questions. How about that? If you all don't mind, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe. Most importantly, visit FightfulWrestling.com. That's where you go to get all your wrestling news. If you want MMA and boxing, We've got Fightful.com. We have FightfulMMA.com. We have FightfulBoxing.com. Do a, uh, we do a good job separating it or integrating it for you guys. You all can follow me at Sean Ross Sapp on Twitter. You can follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Listing your boy, number 101. Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Tune in. Until next time, guys. We're out.